worst times of the year is reading student evaluations. And even though for many college professors we somewhat rely on them for promotions and such. They really are pretty useless because most of the time it's like a comment card in the restaurant. They only leave feedback unless they're overwhelmingly pleased or if they're disgruntled by something petty. And I often often look at some of the horrible things that people will write on the accounts of some uh, blue checkmark people on social media and it's just it's not even a a helpful remark as much as it is a it's either a cheerleader oh my gosh you're the greatest or just some really horrible things that people will say to for the most part we don't say this to people that we know. I mean, in fact, with student evaluations, some of the reasons why they are so candid is the fact that they know that they're an ano- anonymous. And if you look at some of these remarks from people online, you'll notice that most of them don't have a picture. They don't even have a real name. Um, but whether or not somebody chooses to voice their opinion anonymously or even if they are in power, as some people in power feel the need to treat others with absolute disregard for their humanity. It says something about how, about the individual person, what they say to others and how they communicate. It says something about themselves. And the there is an in- interesting perspective um, where you can you can hold the opinions of yourself and you can hold the opinions of others at kind of arm's distance and in this one book that I'm reading it mentions consider how an actor plays a role and if they get into an argument on screen the actors are just playing the roles and they just kind of brush it off so they didn't mean anything personally they were just playing a role 
or you just just treat it like a, uh, an echo in that uh, they aren't really words that belong to you they just kind of belong in the void um, however if you depend upon the regard of others for your own feelings of self-worth it can be quite a tumultuous state of being because the opinions of others towards you really don't mean much what means more is your opinion of yourself it's one thing when you take criticism of your own um, and it's constructive and it's recognizing the patterns that you might have and that's that's something constructive that can help you um, become a much more mindful person when people hurl their insults it really just is a matter of um, someone else feeling their discontent towards themselves and projecting it to the world and you can never have peace in yourself if you are waiting for the opinions of others to be completely free of negativity and even in people like people in power they they are very very reactive when someone else challenges them because it's like how dare you go against me but these people will never find inner peace uh, this book that I'm reading on wisdom in search of wisdom the Buddhist monk says if we want to find inner peace we cannot depend upon the opinions of others and the image they have of us, whether it's right or wrong. And oftentimes it doesn't, it isn't correct. Um, but sometimes if you take some emotional separation from these and ask yourself, is this constructive or is this someone just voicing out from their own um, their own wounds and the Buddhist priest goes on and says we will thus feel compassion for those who wrong us because they are in the grips of ignorance and stupidity for in doing wrong to others they mainly wrong themselves and so we, we ask we, we kind of separate ourselves and we just say okay well when they hurl these insults they're just echoing the insults that they might be 
feeling for themselves and they're reacting from their own shadow. So they are in the grips of ignorance and stupidity and they're hurting themselves even more because they're wrecking that sense of mindfulness that is needed to be a responsible, productive member of society. And so the psychiatrist responds, Christoph res responds, the real work consists in preventing this pain from extending to our whole being and then restraining the generalizations of this pain from contaminating our vision of the world of others and ourselves. So in other words, you don't make the assessment that all politicians are evil. You might just say, okay, this one is definitely wounded and ignorant and stupid. Or even this one might be more mindful. So you separate them from the generalizations and even don't internalize them by, by saying, I am exactly as this person has measured me to be. And even further, um, the Buddhist priest Matthew writes, um, that when you, you hear someone, when you work on yourselves enough, you become a, a bigger person inside. So, in that regard, you don't suffer as much because you're much bigger than what this small saying or this small comment says of you. So he writes, your mind becomes big enough to accept bad circumstances without having them shake you. A handful of salt and a glass of water makes it undrinkable, but if you throw the same handful of salt into a big lake, it doesn't change the taste of the water at all. So if you really work on yourself and become mindful of how you regard others and how you treat others, and you open up that space within, then the smallness of those comments, whether it's good or bad, really doesn't affect you as much. You just say, okay, that's one person's projection. And it really doesn't affect who I am inside. So if you start truly recognizing who you are, then you become less and less attached to or razzled by the opinions of others. <laughs>